Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Kelly Reynolds, owner of Reynolds OBM Agency, which is an operations management agency who helps service providers to create profitable and sustainable businesses through systems and delegating. Fantastic. Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Oh, you're so, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you'd love to work with? Uh, So uh, our agency is, it's all operations. We help the business people. They, They know how to do their thing and they don't know how to run their business. Maybe a lot of people came from corporate, they did a thing. And they're like, I can make a business out of this. And then all the kind of the back end operation stuff gets a real big mess because they don't have any systems in place. They don't really know where, how to manage everything. And that's where we come in. So we help with systems and processes. We love SOPs, uh, creating <laughs> instructions and videos and things like that. We totally nerd out on all that kind of nerdy operation stuff. Um, but I think it's super important to help other people grow uh, doing things that aren't their specialties. Uh, we yeah. love to work with those kind of businesses. Like they, they, they just need the other person. They need their partner, that operations partner. Yeah. And that right there, because you, you can't scale a business based on memory. It's and no. so many try and do that, especially starting from, from scratch and building a business. So when your clients come to you, they're probably arrive at a time when there is a, there is a need for this, not just, oh, this would be good. It's like, no, I need this, but I needed it yesterday. How oh, do yeah. you sort of help people to sort of work through that and to be able to make those steps at a time when maybe stress levels are high? work is so much going on because of the lack of systems delegating and processes i think most of the time i need to start like start talking to them and say okay what is what are all the parts in your business what are all the things you want to get done because most entrepreneurs want to do all 12 things all 12 projects tomorrow and none of them can be postponed and there's no kind of prioritization they don't really know where anything is so we take them through a process. Um, I'm, a stri- I'm a certified director of operations, so I'm licensed in strategic mapping. It's this process you take someone through and you get kind of, you get all this information. It's like this information download from their brains. And then you start organizing them so that you can see what is the priority, what they really want, how that matches up with their mission and vision and values um, and their goals for the year. So it, it, it helps them and me. I get to know all about their business, but then they actually start to, put together what they want instead of like, yeah. I just need all the things right now, which is usually how people come to me. <laughs> is, is that a tough thing? Actually um, bringing out and exploring what 
what do they want? Oh, yeah. I think there's a million questions. Like the in the beginning, I ask a million questions. And sometimes it may seem ridiculous, but like I ask everything. And I'm like, this is going to feel like, you know, from a fire hose right now. But it's important for me to get get a really great sense of things because a lot of times people will tell you their quote unquote problem. And that has nothing to do with their problems. Like almost always it will be, I need leads, but mm -hmm. usually almost always it's not leads. They need other things. They don't even know what they're offering. They don't know how, who they're talking to they're, They don't know their messaging. They don't know any of that stuff on the front end. Even forget the fact that they don't have a, a thing written down and their assistant has no idea what there's going on. So mm. really kind of drilling into like all the parts of their business and learning about them so that I can say, well, I don't really think that you need leads. I think you need these three other things. And then we need mm. a plan to get there because most of us don't really know what we need. So with, with the plan, what do you find that's missing? Like time and time again, what's the number one thing that you have to put in place that like sort of sets, sets the ball in motion? Um, usually it is help getting delegation help. Mm. Most people will keep everything on their desk way too long. Um, they have usually, I get a lot of people that come to me and they're like, okay, I need an OBM. And I'm like, actually you need like four or five people. You don't just need one person. That's going to miraculously fix everything. You're yeah. going to need a VA to do this, or you need a salesperson or a sales page writer or something like that. Um, they usually have too much to do. They want to do even more and they do not have the bandwidth to do it. So yeah. getting them started with delegating and figuring out like, who is the first person that they need to hire? Um, and usually that could be a VA, but it doesn't always mean need to be. Um, mm. So figuring out who, what help they actually need and then helping them get that help. That's, I think, most of my job in the beginning. Okay. So what's stopping them? What is the thing that's stopping them at that point? Complete and utter fear that someone will touch their stuff and mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> So my, I, I say the, the, the first, the, the main two things, the only two things that you need when you're delegating, you need to have systems and you need to let go. And yeah. both of those things are scary and hard because a lot of people don't want to write SOPs because they think it's this overwhelming, ridiculous, hard job. And then letting go and letting someone touch your stuff, this baby that you have grown, and then you're going to let them touch it. Like they're totally going to mess it up and all the world is going to die and everything's like, and it becomes a catastrophe. That is, that's the big thing. Fear. Yeah. But that fear, it, when that sort of takes hold, it's interesting to see is, is your business really that finely balanced? Is it really at the point where one mistake, one thing and everything will sort of crumble down around us? Probably not, but it can feel like that. Mm -hmm. so, oh yeah. I mean, I worry about everything. I worry, I worry about all the things. I'm a worrier. Um, and I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs are worriers because we've worked so hard to get here and we're so scared that we're going to lose everything. But you're right. Like one mistake is not, <laughs> it's not going to be the thing that, you know, crashes everything. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of, I, I like to sort of flip that sort of verbiage around because you said, you know, it's, it's your baby. I'm like, mm -hmm. hold on, hold on. No, you are the business's baby. If we can change that perception, now you're not a mum just being sucked dry by, by the baby all the time. It's not, you're not looking after it. It's looking after, it's providing for you. That's the job of the business, to serve people, to help people and provide for you and others. So to flip that around, it's almost like you're, you're the kid with the um, stabilizers or what do you call them in America? Training wheels on your bike. <laughs> so Yeah, I like, mean, 
Yes, go ahead. Sorry. That's 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 the the analogy for being able to let go and being able to mm-hmm. allow someone else to do it. So the business is actually the one taking care of you. I'm like, okay, let's take this off. You can still ride. Let's take this away. You're okay. It's all. It's a beautiful dance with your business and yourself, and then everyone else around you. Yes, I I agree with your team with everything. Yes. Mm. So delegating systems, um, mm-hmm. find the right person for you. What are the biggest mistakes that you've seen? Actually, forget other people. because It's all about saying, oh, they do it wrong and they do this. Your business. So what was it like yeah. for you when you first started and said, yes, I'm doing this. This is my business. I'm going to grow this. What was that like? It was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had never had to hire someone. I had always managed um, the operations of things, but I hadn't had to hire and fire in corporate. Um, I, I would do, was doing trading and things like that. I didn't have that experience. So when I started to say, okay, I am growing, um, I hired my mom first because I knew I could trust her. She was working corporate treasury. So I knew she could take care of, you know, numbers if I needed to. Mm. And then I was like, okay, I need another person. And I'm like, well, where do I start? And then I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I hired some people, um, lovely people, I'm sure, completely not the right people for that role. I also was a terrible communicator. I wanted them to be perfect and I didn't really explain what they were supposed to do. So it would have been a miracle if they had been perfect because they, they it couldn't have been. I didn't set them up for success in any way. And especially in the beginning, I didn't have anything written down. So I was just like, here's some stuff, do it, don't mess up. And you're like, mm. well, there's no way you can do that. <laughs> some stuff, do it, don't mess up. I love that. There's the simplicity <laughs> of it, right? right? It's, it's yeah. blunt. I love that. And I'm like, well, why did you mess this up? And they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about at this point, right? So I had to learn over this time to, you know, be very clear. And it came to a place where this is really my motto is like, if somebody is confused about what happened or someone's messed something up, it's probably my fault for not explaining it. So it even if even if I was very clear in my head, that's the first thing I think, like, you know what? I probably wasn't clear enough because nine times out of 10, that's probably true. And that one other time, just saying that to myself will calm me down because otherwise you just want to yell. Like if you're scared, something got messed up, you have to explain that to a client. You get wound up and you start yelling and there's really no reason for it. If I say, okay, it's probably my fault. Let me see how this worked out. That will calm me down. And I will find the reason that that wasn't working. That moment there. I think that's huge as a, as a, as a life lesson, especially in entrepreneurship, also in relationships and parenting and everything else. That concept of it's all about relationships, it's all about communication, but the principle of throwing yourself under the bus. Hey, mm-hmm. I, I must not have explained it clearly enough. Now you're taking some responsibilities, some threat away rather than why did you do this? Because why? Yeah, it brings the it brings the heat down in that conversation yeah. real fast. There's, there's so much sort of anger or fear that goes into it. Why is a triggering word? Because why it comes from when we were kids why do that and we have to protect ourselves find an excuse mm-hmm. have to explain there's no explanation needed so to be throwing yourself under the bus as, as we call it of okay i must have done this what can i do how and then you're building relationships and communication so i think that's a lovely way of sort of bringing that in it's a great concept thanks i think it, it carries through with my team as well because um instead of if there's a problem with the client um i'm not saying well, oh my teammate did it like oh we're one I'll take mm. care of it. I'm sure, you know, kind of taking that responsibility on yourself, especially because it is my responsibility. It is my team. I should be clear. Um, but it, it keeps me in check instead yeah. of being like, why is everyone messing up around here? <laughs> and uh, it keeps me sane. 
and everyone else Ooh. on my team happier. <laughs> yes, and it's, again, it's that environment, it's that culture, it's, it's a different way of different way of working. So, what is it like for you as personally behind the scenes? You've been sort of building your business. Obviously, for you, I can assume things are slightly easier because you have your systems and processes. You you said you geek out on them, you love this stuff. I so do. you have the foundational points to be able to set mm-hmm. your business up, which I guess, yeah, that foundation, that that sort of safety is is huge with a business. So was it like for you as you as you try and sort of take on the, the the human side of it, which is where all the fears, the doubts, the worry comes in as you, know, you have the systems, you have the processes, but crumbs. What, what's it like when we get in our own way? Um, well, I have a really beautiful garden because that's my sanity. That's what it is. So I, when I completely kind of lose my mind or I freak out, uh, I'm getting very good at walking away. Getting up, taking five minutes, that's the best part of not being in a corporate environment anymore. Uh, I can go outside and weed something for five minutes. It's very soothing. No one's yelling. It gives me a minute to calm down. And then Mm. I go, okay, all right, let's take a realistic approach to this instead of like the whole world's ending. What is actually happening? You know, everything's fine. Sit back down. You'll be fine. Um, That is is my biggest thing. What are the trigger points for you that... that make you want to step up because having that the, the being able to pause and go and doing that and buying that time back it means there's no mistakes made it means they don't you know, react in a way that might, we might regret later but what are the trigger points that bring up that that situation uh i think that i can be a perfectionist with myself very much like i want it to be perfect i want it to be you know i have studied it i have looked it up i have I have read all of the things. I have watched all the YouTube videos. I know exactly how it's going to be. So um, especially if it's, if it's, it's hard enough when I mess up, like I send an email out and it's wrong. Um, but I think it's when it's client facing because we are a client facing agency. I have team members who are dealing directly with clients. And if something gets messed up that immediately like panic, like, mm-hmm. oh God, what, is, what has happened now? And that's when five minutes realizing this is not the end of the world and everything's just fine is important. But that, I think like the, messing up is usually the trigger or the mm. nervousness, the worry. Just like I said, I'm a worrier. <laughs> so mistakes, um, you're a bit of a worrier and the perfectionism. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's a beautiful kind of soup of like, oh, there's a lot that can sort of happen there. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> what is, how is that, do you think, in hindsight, in hindsight, it's so easy. How do you think has mm. that sort of held you back in your business so far? And where is it that you're working on that's like, it's raising its head, you've reached that next level and it's showing up in a in a slightly different way now? I think that it makes me, I think this happens with a lot of people. We're scared to do a thing, like we're scared to get a video or on a podcast and we don't. So we don't grow because we don't tell people about us. Right. Like I have this great thing. I'm really good at my thing. And I'm going to tell nobody because it's scary. Right. Which not really right to make a business. Um, and then having to push through that and say, okay, mm-hmm. uh, like my podcast, um, I'm at episode 129. The first 30, I thought I was going to throw up the entire time. Like I was so nervous. I didn't want to be on. Uh, it's like a, a fourth grade French. They made us do our test into a tape recorder. And I will never forget the, the terror. And yeah. it, it, it took me 30 episodes to get through not wanting to throw up yeah but you got that yeah finding that the right way through the right methodology sometimes it's plowing through um sometimes there is 
there's a little bit of hustle needed other times it's how yeah. to knowing yourself i mean you you know yourself so it, that was all that all comes back down to you know, perfectionism it comes back down to mm-hmm. fear of how it's going to be perceived what people are going to sure. think sure oh yeah we started making the podcast um into video for youtube um we got a really great camera and I turned 45, like those three things together are super scary. Like all of a sudden you're like my 45 year old face that I'm happy with, but you know, everyone has like their, oh, I don't know if I like things about myself doing Mm. all of that at once and then putting it on video and then putting that out into the world. Like that was a lot of mindset work for me, just trying to talk myself through it, getting myself there and saying like, you just have to do it. Like stop, stop, Mm. stop being scared to do things. Cause there's people out there you can help and you're, they're not going to know about you unless you get over yourself. Yeah. And that's, that's you know, one half of it. It's, it's so, once you know, logically, you get it. Logically, I know what <laughs> what's going on. Logically, I know what I should be doing, but oh, mm-hmm. I'm feeling this. And it's like, I, I know people say, just do it. And there is a space for that. There's also a space of when people say, I can't just do it, but I can't. Mm-hmm. That is a barrier. So what you've been able to sort of work through this or, or maybe work around it as well, to find yeah. a way to make it work. What's been the barrier that's been um, that you found that I, I can't do it? I logically know it. Logically, I see it, but damn yeah. it, it's, it's, I can't. I think it's much more um, social media, like putting myself out there and like very directly asking for things. Yeah. That is a barrier that's very hard. I think it goes back to like um, being on Wall Street, hearing just the cool calling sales, 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 like that. I hate that. Like, just that yuckiness sales. Um, so when I, I can post, I'm very good at getting on posts and lives and videos and things like that. But now when I ask for anything like, Hey, I, I want to let you know that I have this thing. And it's not even like I'm being salesy. That's a harder thing. That's the thing that I hit against all the time. And I will avoid if possible, which, you know, not great for business. (laughs) Yeah. Cause that's kind of, kind of the point. And that that, that freeze point of having great conversations, being able to show up, but actually mm-hmm. asking for the business actually mm-hmm. making an offer it feels like oh that feels yucky even you said the word salesy yeah and it's, mm-hmm. it's got a negative slant oh that's interesting how can yeah. how can we tweak that perception i mean this is all perception yeah how you look on camera um how we sound on a podcast um how we think about sales all these things are just perceptions and if we can tweak that and then feel the difference Oh my gosh. It's like, there's, there's a superpower involved in that, but every single aspect is slightly different. And as your business evolves, you come up against the new challenge or a next level, or you're like, Oh, I've just got to this point and I'm kind of knackered. The air is a little bit thinner up here, but I'm I'm doing okay. And it's like, wait, what we're going to the next level. Right. What's that like? Like you keep getting to a thing and you're like, okay, I, I figured this out. And you're like, damn it. I did not figure this out at all. Like now I have a new thing to have to work through. It, I, I have people who are like, oh, well, you, you figured it out now. Like you don't have to worry about any of this stuff. And I'm like, no, I've been in business for a while now and I've, I've, I've been successful, but it doesn't mean it all goes away. Like I just get scared about different things now. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that's, and that's why this podcast exists for looking behind the scenes and how you said everyone, Hey, we're all going through this. Everyone has their own challenges and mm-hmm. no one's got this figured out all this you know, Instagram style. Here's the amazing life. No, as a business owner, are you kidding me? Oh, oh no. my gosh. Yeah. So this is the, the real world of you know, not having enough time being scared or frightened or, or feeling that uncomfort 
and not being able to go and do the thing you want to do. Um, crumbs, we were chatting away offline before you came on and we're talking about avoidance. Oh my gosh, aren't we uh -huh. experts at just avoiding the things we, we know we need to do? I am a champion avoider. I am so good at it. I can make to-do lists that we were six four. I'm like, if I make a to-do list and I check a bunch of things off, I feel like I have been accomplished for the day. Like I've done something and I feel better about myself, but none of those things mattered. It was like, yeah. they, they feel like they matter, but they weren't actually getting anything done. So I may as well have just gone to the beach. So in that moment, the, everyone at home is nodding around. Yes, yes, yes. I do this as well. <laughs> everyone understands. Um, we all do this. <laughs> do you do you know you're doing it at the, at the time, or do you kind of see after and think, oh, I I actually can. I really thought this was important. Or do you know I, I I don't do this, but I can do this. And then it's that justification in the moment. So we're getting quite sort of meta here with the different levels. Yeah. Where, where uh, I think I think some some and not. Uh, my yeah. best friend and I are very alike, so we are. Uh, we do the same things. And I'm like, I, and I'll message her. Like I just did seven things on my to-do list just to check them off to feel better. And she's like, totally understand it. And then there's other times where I'm like, no, 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 I've totally done this thing. I needed to do this thing. And then like a week yeah. later, I'm like, you totally didn't need to do that thing. But mm. so sometimes I, to I, I do know sometimes I do. And I, it's the comfort of it. I will find myself <laughs> super nerdy. I will find myself creating systems or an SOP in my uh, own business for something that doesn't matter right now um because it's it's um it's clear the the objective is clear there's a, a, a I can check it off it is done and it is an accomplishment where some other things are so wishy-washy that it's hard to say I've done them or I've accomplished anything today mm. so I will suck back into the doing when some of the other stuff gets uncomfortable yeah and so where's where's your focus going now as as your company grows and evolves as everything changes so where's your focus going and where do you know it's like yeah i know i'm going to be avoiding that i know that's going to be kind of scary what's that looking like for you right now right now it is marketing we've been doing this deep dive into marketing um i wholly are uh, avoided marketing like any even like the theory of marketing for the most part mm. um as much as possible my husband is in marketing um, so we have lots of conversations, you know, over a glass of wine about things like that, but I didn't want to do it in my own business because it was scary. And yeah. he has been fantastic at pushing me like, okay, we well, should start a podcast. And I was like, there's no way. Um, and, uh, two glasses of wine and I said, yes. And then he held me to it. And now we have a podcast. Um, but there is like, right now that is the big thing of like learning the things because mm. I hate to not know how to do something in my business. Like I don't need to do it forever. I don't need it to be my job, but I do want to understand how a funnel works. I do under yeah. want to understand how Facebook ads work so that when I'm talking to someone about them, I can have, I can understand. I don't like going off just, I hire an agency, they tell me what to do. And then I don't understand it. And I just give them money. Like that doesn't work for me. Like, so mm. that is where I am right now. I don't know. I think that I'm in the middle of like video and ads. We're making a lot more things like that super mm. uncomfortable. I'm, I'm being an actress is really nice in theory, but then when you get into a thing, like I have a great idea and I'm like, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And, and then I have to like, remember lines and that's way harder than you think it is. Things like that. That's, that's yeah. the scary thing for us right now. Mm. Oh, fantastic. Well, look, Kelly, I wish you all the best and the luck as you grow and scale and plow through this uncomfort because, oh, <laughs> crumbs, it's, it's fun. It's frustrating. It's all the things of, of being a business owner, right? Yeah, I think everyone out there understands this in some way or another. Beautiful. Look, if you want to find out more about, about you, 
and the amazing work that you do. Where can they find you? Sure. We are at ReynoldsOVM.com uh, and ReynoldsOVM on all the socials, uh, except Twitter, because I don't like Twitter. Um, and then uh, my podcast is the Get Your Act Together podcast. Awesome. Well, everyone go check that out. And Kelly, again, thank you so much for sharing and, and being here today. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much. I have had the best time. This is a great conversation. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.